Now, we know that NT Cost has released its 31st cost of living report and the results are probably not a huge surprise to most of us. The data from December 2020 to December 2021 reveals that Darwin had the highest increase in price movement for goods and services or consumer price index, i.e. CPI. Now, that is out of all Australian capital cities. Now, I say that it's probably not a surprise. What I mean is the cost of living going up is probably not a huge surprise, but to think that we're more expensive than other capital cities is actually a big surprise. And joining me in the studio to tell us more about this is the CEO of NTCOS, Deb Di Natale. Good morning to you, Deb. Good morning, Katie, and Thanks. good morning to your listeners. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Now, in what areas are we seeing some of the biggest increases when it comes to that cost of living? Look, probably the biggest take-home message in terms of our cost of living report this year, uh, NT Cost releases a cost of living report every quarter. We've moved to do two a year, is that Territorians are just doing it tough across the board. So if you go out to buy fresh fruit and vegetables, those prices have gone up. If you go out to fill your car full of petrol, those prices have gone up. And what you hear people say is, I have really noticed this in my day-to-day stuff. So the data tells us that there is a reason that people are feeling the pinch and the reason is that our rents have gone up. So if you have a look across the country, our rents have gone up 8% and the rest of the country it's gone up 0.4%. And I think what we always thought was living in Darwin was pretty affordable, but now (laughs) what we find is actually living in Sydney and Melbourne is much more affordable in terms of the rental increase than it is in Darwin. And that's a pretty big jump Mm. in terms of across the country. And, you know, when you look at the working class, so those of us that have jobs, um, that CPI, it's well above really uh, your wage increases, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think uh, we've heard a lot in the media around wage increases and what needs to happen there. But uh, what we do also know is that the numbers that we rely on in our report and that CPI relies on are capital cities. So we're looking at places like Melbourne, we're looking at Sydney, we're looking at um, Darwin. But in the Northern Territory, those prices are really high in Darwin. Mm. But let's remember that if you're living rural or remote, they're higher still. So people are doing it really tough in those areas. And that's, you know, again, that's for those of us that are working. But then if you look at somebody who's on a lower income or who is obviously reliant on, you know, on, on government payments, it's even harder, I would suspect. Absolutely. And I'm sure your listeners will be thinking about how is it that people who are on JobSeeker are living on $46 a day and that they're able to pay rent, utilities and day-to-day living. And it's even harder, of course, for people who have got children who are thinking, I've actually got to try and send the kids to school. There's Mm. extra cost in terms of excursions. There's extra cost in terms of medication. I'm not quite sure that I can make ends meet this week. It's so bloody hard, to put it really bluntly, for for so many families. And then, you know, if you've got children that are still in childcare as well, the cost of childcare is incredibly expensive. And it just seems as though, you know, you go to to fill your vehicle up, the price of petrol is astronomical. Um, The place that I've probably noticed it the most is when you go to do your food shopping. And, you know, you're doing the same shopping that you've been doing for the last couple of years, but all of a sudden it's costing you a heck of a lot more money than what it used to. Absolutely. So what kind of things can be done 
to really sort of try to ease what is a massive burden for so many people at the moment? There's a role for government to play in this. So both the Commonwealth and the Northern Territory government can do can work together in terms of affordable housing, subsidised rental, targeted affordable home ownership. And one of the biggest policy uh, positive implementation that the Commonwealth government could do is to raise the rate of job seeker. So what we do when we do that is we generate money into the economy and we enable people to get out of poverty. $46 a day is not enough for people to be able to live a life where there is dignity. <laughs> so the single biggest thing that they could do is raise the rate and uh, not just in TCOS, but every cause around the country has been mm-hmm. campaigning for that for a number of years now. And some of that, some of the concession schemes and increasing affordable housing would all go a long way to making life easier for Territorians who are doing it tough. Now, what about, um, you know, that's obviously on the federal scale. And then when you look at on the territory scale, you've spoken about that land release or affordable housing. Um, How about, you know, with those petrol prices? I know that we've spoken a lot over recent weeks and months about despite the fuel excise, uh, the cut to the fuel excise, and despite the fact that the terminal gate price sort of ebbs and flows, goes up and down. We don't really see it going down too much either. I mean, is there more pressure that could be put on some of those petrol companies and things like that as well? Absolutely. There are a number of measures that we could implement and some of those would be having government lobby to those petrol companies to say that for people who are doing it tough, what measures can you put in place in terms of running a responsible business to ensure that people can still afford petrol, get in their car, go to work every day or drop their kids off to school every day. What's going to happen if we don't see some action in this space? Well, if we don't see action, we're going to drive people further into poverty. We know that when you live in the Northern Territory, you're 12 times more likely to be homeless than if you live in any other part of the country. And what we're going to see are more people sleeping rough and we're going to see huge pressure on social services. They're already at capacity, but we will see people trying to access food bank and trying to access homeless shelters and that is not a good place for us to be so let's think about this and let's try and implement the policy so that we can avoid what will be a catastrophe for people who are living in poverty. You did say then that some of those support services are already at capacity. Have you got, are there some examples of of how it's going for some of those services at the moment? Well, we know that Food Bank, for example, Mm. is saying to us that we have had, they have had more people come through their door than ever before. The, The demand was so high, they opened up in Alice Springs and their warehouse was empty within days and we have to remember that Food Bank is for a very particular cohort of Territorians who can't afford to go to Woolies like we're here talking about the prices of of groceries having gone up at our local Woolies or the local IGA there are people that are locked out of that particular grocery Mm. list for 
let's just say for the next yep. um, few years to come. Yep. And they, the only place that they can access really good fresh fruit and veg and that they can afford to do it is at Food Bank. Now, Food Bank is already at capacity. So what do we do if we already have more people that are lining up at the door? Yeah, it makes it really tough. Deb, one of the other things that I always worry about when you talk about the cost of living here in the Territory and it being so high at, at, at the present time is, you know, we're also really trying to fill a lot of jobs in the Northern Territory. We're trying to, to push our workforce. We are trying to grow the Territory. How big an impact do you think that this cost of living has then on trying to fill those workforce shortages and trying to boost the population? It has an enormous impact. So you think about when people actually are employment seekers and they are looking for jobs, what they need is they need a phone that has got a phone card that's completely charged so they can take those calls and organise the interviews. They need to be able to have money to put petrol in the car so they can attend their interviews. Yep. And if you are living in poverty, it is absolutely impossible to be able to put yourself on an equal playing field when there are jobs advertised. Well, Deborah Di Natale, it's always really interesting to speak to you, but I think this uh, cost of living report that has been released, it's uh, it makes for some pretty tough reading, I think. But as I said at the start, I know it's probably not surprising for a lot of people listening this morning how high the cost of living is right now. But to think that we're more expensive than some of those major capital cities is quite unbelievable. It's a real... It's a, it, it is... A huge concern, uh, and I'm sure your listeners who are paying rent are certainly feeling the pinch because mm. the rents have gone up. And without the wage increase, we know that this is why people are feeling like they're doing it tough because they are. Well, Deborah Di Natale, the CEO of NT Cost, lovely to speak with you this morning. Thanks so much Thank for your you. time.